Thank you for tuning in to the Once an Athlete podcast hosted by Emily Watson, Once an Athlete, Always an Athlete. Once an Athlete provides resources and relatable content for athletes that are either competing or no longer competes. This is also a resource for parents of athletes to help know how to support them. Anywhere from how to stay healthy physically and mentally to how to make a career choice, we will provide the support. Our mission is to provide resources and relatable content for athletes who compete or used to compete. Okay, I uh, thank you for being here, Sabrina. Um, this is Sabrina Sutherland. Uh, just a little background on her. Um, she is a professional runner for Nike, and um, she um, she went to Georgetown. Um, she got her undergrad degree there in sociology and psychology and minored in women's studies and African-American studies. And then she was a fifth-year uh, grad transfer to Oregon, um, and she got her master of nonprofit management there and graduated in 2019. Um, and she is from New York, um, the Queens floral park. Um, so thank you for being here. Yeah, no, it's an honor. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, so we're just gonna jump right into it. Um, I just, I feel like it's important to talk about the transition and, and and I feel like I'm really excited for your your perspective as a current athlete who's currently running professionally mm-hmm. and you've already experienced the college experience so yes um, I'm I'm excited to hear your perspective um so have you ever faced any injuries or setbacks yeah I think that's a super big thing that I deal with pretty much every year. Um, I think with running, it's so easy to get injured because you're literally just pushing your body every day and it's like such high impact, you know? Um, So my most recent injury um, from last month, I just now, a couple of weeks ago, I just got out of the boot. Um, I had a little tear in my Achilles for the second time. (laughs) Second time. Um, yeah, second time. So I got a PRP injection um, in the area and I was in a boot for a couple of weeks. Um, so yeah. <laughs> and What's PRP, a PRP? Okay. Yeah, I was just going to say um, uh, platelet rich plasma injection. So basically, um, in order to heal the tendon or the area, um, they take blood from another part of your body and they mix it with something I don't exactly know but then they insert it back into the area that is injured and it helps increase the healing time for that injury so that's what I got do you feel a difference when they do that um yeah I definitely do um it just sucks because you have to sit out for a while um and do a lot of cross training um yeah but yeah it's all a part of the process (laughs) yeah so what events do you do you do yeah I do mainly the 800 um but sometimes I'll hop in a 400 or a 1500 slash mile um but I specialize in the eight so I'm just wondering how like the Achilles can be like super affected by that um yeah Yeah, it is hard because I feel like the 800 is kind of, it's closer to a sprint than it is a distance race. Mm -hmm. So 
it requires you to really be up on your toes um, when it's time to really get going, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it can be pretty painful if you have a tear in your Achilles. Oh, yeah. That's what I've heard, <laughs> that the Achilles is the worst. Um, yes. Have you had any other injuries? Not that that's not enough, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I did have a stress fracture in my shin one time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty painful, too. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, um, I hope you recover from that and and I hope it doesn't happen again. Yeah, Um, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. So what's been the difference, the biggest difference between college and pro? Um, I think the difference is you really have to figure out a lot of things on your own. I know, like in college, everything is kind of planned out for you and like you don't really have to think of what it is that you have to get together because there are people there to support you and to just tell you what to do and I feel like the biggest difference on the professional level is like you need to know what you're doing on your own and figure out who you're supposed to talk to and like plan all your races and like just do everything on your own pretty much yeah yeah Yeah. how was that transition for you um at first it was pretty difficult um But, I mean, you get used to it. I mean, there are still times where things are pretty confusing. Um, But I think it's much better than it was than than when I first started. Yeah. And uh, do you get to be, like, a full-time athlete? So does Nike sponsor you or get another job? Or how do you, you, um, like, make your money around? Yeah, Nike actually sponsors me. So, like, I get paid a salary. And, um, uh, like we have a travel, like I have a travel budget and stuff in my contract. So that's what I use to travel and, um, massage is like, I have like different parts of my contract where there's a budget for all of that. Okay. That's awesome. That is, that it's, that you're able to do that year round. So that's, yeah. Yeah. For me, I played softball professionally. So, um, that's awesome. Thank you. I, I, if I were to um, continue it, I probably would have had to find a part-time job that would let me um, yeah. go during the summers, which uh, some of my teammates were school teachers. So that worked oh. out. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like there are a lot of people though in the sport that do have to get part-time jobs, but I am blessed enough to not have to um do that because I honestly don't even know where I would find the time (laughs) yeah 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 well that's awesome and um the one of my other interviews Ian Dobson he's Uh same thing he he said he was fortunate enough to um be able to train year-round um yeah that's really awesome an awesome part of track yeah definitely um so what do you anticipate the transition out of competing in general will be like and what do you what are you looking forward to do in your free time yeah um like transition into the real world (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah it's kind of scary to think about um but I think I would want to get into kind of like youth engagement so kind of like community relations kind of job with like a professional team um I think would be ideal for me (laughs) yeah yeah that sounds really awesome yeah I think that would be my dream job yeah and um 
I just, I understand because I have the same master's degree as you and it, you learn a lot about how to yeah. work with kids and the youth and um, like how that goes into being a nonprofit and how giving back and right. uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's what we learned in the nonprofit management program. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was nice. Um, um, what do you feel is a resource that you would utilize if it was available to you so far during your career? Yeah, I think, um, I think you mentioned uh, earlier when we were on the phone about the sports psychologist. Um, okay. It's crazy that we don't get that for free. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that one resource I think I would utilize um, because I think that's pretty much one of the most important elements in sports like you need to have um your mental right because if you don't have it correct it won't be you won't be able to perform if your mental isn't all the way there (laughs) right I think that's a huge um part of sports so I think it should be free for all athletes honestly yes Yes. I think they should make that in the budget Um, yes a hundred percent um yeah that would be my number one thing yeah. Um, uh, I just recently read just, just one research article so far, but um, in that research article, what I found really interesting was only 10% of student athletes seek mental health resources compared mm-hmm. to 30% of students as a whole. Wow. And, and we talked about it in our podcast a little bit, and I just thought that was interesting because like, it's probably because it's not specifically for sports and it's not like handed to you like a lot of our other resources are Um, right yeah no definitely and it's so different from like a regular psychologist versus a sports psychologist sometimes yeah Um, exactly they have a better understanding of what you're going through like competition wise I feel like it's a whole different part (laughs) of my brain compared to like my regular life stress (laughs) yes exactly yeah yeah so I think it's so important to have that yeah, I I agree. Um, I guess I I should have asked this after after the um other question. Um, did would you become a full time like team coach after yeah. you're done competing? Yeah, I I did. I am considering that. Um, I feel like that would be a super cool opportunity if I did get a coaching job. It would be cool to be on the other end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead of being the one dying on the track, I could watch in time. <laughs> yeah, no, you get to tell them what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but it, it does seem really cool. Like, to be a coach, you have to know so much. Um, so you really have to give credit to your coaches because I don't know anything really I just do the workouts and then go home and recover but there's so much thought put into it and I think it would be super cool to learn all of that stuff yeah for sure um okay now another switch of subject so um what was one of your favorite moments while competing so far yeah um I think probably my favorite moment was at Oregon when I won the 800 indoors at NCAAs so I think that was a pretty cool experience because I remember just being like in shock almost Wow! Um, like I didn't realize I was like 
in such a good shape, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's really <laughs> awesome. So it was kind of like I surprised myself. So I think that was kind of a cool moment that I had um, competing. Yeah, especially in track town, you know. You yeah. Should, that's really awesome. Yeah. Well, congrats on that and congrats on a really good um, career so far. And yeah. College and professional. Um, Thank you. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone who's currently playing a sport? Yes, I think honestly at all levels it's so important to just trust the process and just take it one day at a time because I feel like nothing in any sport is really linear um there are going to be a little bit of bumps in the road and you just have to roll with it and just be patient yeah I love it um do you have anything else to add um no I think that's the main thing just trust in yourself and trust the process and just enjoy it also like it's such it's such a privilege to be doing any sport um so I feel like just taking every moment (laughs) yes I love it and go ducks of course yeah go ducks of course (laughs) (laughs) awesome well thank you for being on this uh show and I appreciated talking to you and I loved having your perspective on yes thank you this was awesome Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify at Once an Athlete, Facebook at Once an Athlete Crew, and find our channel on YouTube, which is linked on the header of our website, www.onceanathlete.com.